his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personality shaping the stories. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Degnan. This week, we'll learn about mind-body medicine and integrative health sciences. We'll also hear about a new survey regarding pharmaceuticals. Eye injuries are common, but preventable, we'll tell you how. And starting us off, Catherine Rowinski with the Miller Keystone Blood Center. They're hosting the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit. She tells us where and when. Kathy is here and you are with the Miller Keystone Blood Center and you're going to be telling us about the Tunnel to Tower 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit that is coming to Miller Keystone Blood Center. But Kathy, first, welcome. And let's have you explain a little bit for folks who may not be familiar with the Miller Keystone Blood Center. Where is it and what happens there? Hi, Paula. Thank you so much for having me. Miller Keystone Blood Center, locally, we are located by the Walmart on Route 315 in Pittston Township. We are, if you're looking at Walmart on the left-hand side, Behind the T-Mobile, our actual address is 400 Route 315, Pittston Township. So we're easy access off of 81, off of the Turnpike, and we collect blood here two to three days a week. We collect whole blood, platelets, and plasma, and double red cell donations. We are a nonprofit 501c3 charity who is the exclusive provider of blood products to 28 local hospitals um, in eastern Pennsylvania and western New Jersey, including Geisinger, St. Luke's, Lehigh Valley Health, Tower Health, Bandview Health, and several other hospitals. But we are your local blood supplier. And we always hear the fact that there are blood donations that are needed. Here we are. It's summertime. Kathy, is that also happening in your building as well? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. To collect blood is challenging year-round, 365 days a year. However, in the summertime, it gets even more challenging. We don't do blood drives in high schools and colleges, which account for 60% of our blood collections during the summer. So we lose a lot of that. And then people are just during the summer, they're doing their thing. They're vacationing. They're staying home. They're at the pool, camping, whatever. But this year, it's been more challenging than ever, Paula. I think coming out of covid People are really just doing things with themselves, their families. I talk with other nonprofits in the area, and they seem to be having the same issues and challenges as we come out of the pandemic with just recruiting volunteers and help for their events as well. So it's, it will be challenging this summer. When you're talking about donations, it's a 
time now, and, and maybe this was due partly to COVID, where you are taking appointments. Right. We work mainly on appointment-only basis, and that was so that we could become and stay, remain CDC compliant with whatever guidances they were giving us at the time. In the beginning with COVID, those guidances were changing daily, sometimes hourly. But we still right now are working with an appointment-only policy. We, For our event coming up this weekend, we do recommend that people have appointments. We will be taking some walk-ins, provided we can maintain CDC guidances. And if someone is coming this weekend and maybe they're not hearing about this in time to make an appointment, if they donate, would they still come under the umbrella of this weekend's event? Yes, they will. Everybody that donates this weekend will come out under the umbrella of the event. I'll explain more about our goal for that as well. Well, let's get right into that, which is Tunnel to Towers. We are so excited and so fortunate that we were able to secure the 9-11 Never Forget Tunnel to Towers Foundation mobile exhibit. And the mobile exhibit, Paula, is an 83-foot tractor trailer. And when it comes to locations such as Miller Keystone Blood Center, it opens up into an 1,100-square-foot exhibit. And it is filled with audio, visual, and artifacts from 9-11. And three New York firefighters that experienced 9-11 volunteer their time with the foundation, and they come and give tours of the exhibit. It's really, really a special and moving experience. It's so important. The foundation started the exhibit because there are so many people that just don't have the time or resources to get to New York City to see the actual, you know, location that everything happened and visit the museums and everything out there. This is a way for them to bring 9-11 to the country. And more importantly, kids that are in school now, I mean, it's been 20 years. So there's a lot of people that weren't even alive when 9-11 happened, that really, really need to learn and hear about this so that none of us ever forget what happened on that September day. It is a unique name, Tunnel to Towers. And I understand the towers part of it. Can you explain where the tunnel comes in? Sure. This is an amazing story, an amazing story. Stephen Sillard was a young Brooklyn firefighter when the, at the time of 9-11, and he was off duty when he heard that the planes hit. The story is what I've been told is he was out on his way to golf with his family, and he said, guys, I'll catch up with you later. And he turned around, and he went to the fire station, and the trucks had already left. So he put on all of his gear, head to toe, and he ran through the Brooklyn Tunnel around the New York Harbor and to the towers. And in his efforts to help others, he lost his own life. So his family started the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and they do amazing things. Their initial goal was to help build smart homes for veterans that have returned from a service with catastrophic injuries. And after that, they added in, they pay off mortgages for Gold Star families and first responders who've lost their lives in the line of duty if they have surviving children. They have recently started an initiative to help eradicate homelessness amongst our veteran population throughout the country. They do some amazing, amazing things. And you would think like, well, what does this have to do with Miller Keystone Blood Center? Well, long story short, about four and a half years ago, I started running here with Scranton Running Company. And did a couple 5Ks and my friend said to me, 
you got to come with us. We're doing Tunnel to Towers. You got to come with us. I had no clue what I was doing. I got on a bus and I went to New York and you actually run, you retrace Stephen's steps. You run a little over a 5K, you run through the tunnel and around the harbor to the towers. And it was the most amazing experience. It was unbelievable to see 40,000 people there in Stephen's memory and honor to help the foundation do the good work that they do. So I did it two more times and then COVID hit. And then during COVID, I learned about the exhibit. And I thought, gosh, our missions between Miller Keystone Blood Center and Tunnel to Towers, although the mission verbiage is not identical, our missions are the same. We help people. We do good for people. We hopefully make an impact to make people's lives better. So I went to our president and I said, I'd like to do this. And we talked about it a lot. And so we are bringing the exhibit here July 9th and 10th from 10 to 6. It'll be open to the public. And at the same time, we're going to be collecting blood with the goal to collect 343 units of blood, one unit for every New York firefighter that lost their life on 9-11. So it really has become a, a great event for our community. I've never heard that story before, and I have chills. And hearing the fact that you were involved in this now, what was that like running through the tunnel? It's hard to describe. I have pictures and I show people, you know, like it wasn't my fastest 5K. I mean, I'm not a fast runner by no means. It was because you just want to take in everything that's going on. You have firefighters from all over the world in head to toe gear running that that course. You have servicemen and women with catastrophic injuries, terrible injuries, running in wheelchairs doing that course. You have the Army and the Navy running the course with their chance. It was just amazing. Young kids, young kids do it. It was amazing. I can't even imagine. It's To me, those tunnels are bad enough taking a bus or a car. But here you are running through the tunnel. That That is just absolutely fantastic. Now, as far as the exhibit that will be coming, is there an admission charge? No, there is not. No, this is free to the public. You know, and I'll tell you another little story. I got a call a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't having a great day at work. And I got a call and I said, oh, gosh. Okay, I'll, I'm going to answer it. And it turns out it was a gentleman from Harvey's Lake who is a retired New York police officer who was a part of 9-11. And he helped at the World Trade Centers. Well, he has a piece of World, World Trade Center steel that he wants to donate to the foundation. And he will be donating it on Saturday morning at our opening ceremony. They're sending a special ambassador a retired battalion chief from New York City Fire Department to come and accept the steal. Wow. Who knew? Yes. Who knew? Yeah. And then in addition, we put some information out and we got a call from the PA search and rescue recovery team, a unit of rescue international. And they are an organization with canine dogs that help in rescue and recovery. And they will be here and they are bringing some canine dogs with them as well. But just to get to meet them is an amazing thing. If you've ever had an opportunity to watch them work, it is, uh, again, it's it'll send chills. All this is happening Saturday and Sunday, July 9th and 10th. 
the exhibit will be open to the public from 10 to 6, and the blood drive portion will be open from 9 to 7. So there's lots of time for people to stop by, donate blood. Um, We have some food trucks and some vendors here as well. It's really going to be an exciting event. Once again, give our listeners the exact location of that again, since they're not familiar, they may not be familiar with the Miller Keystone Blood Center. The address is 400 Route 315, Pittston Township. We are located right by the Walmart on Route 315. On the left-hand side is the Walmart Garden Center. T-Mobile, we are behind the T-Mobile. We have, there'll be some signage out and stuff. We have 343 flags that we're going to line the Walmart parking lot with for every firefighter that was lost on 9-11. It sounds like it's going to be a spectacular event to welcome this truck and everybody who's involved with this. And you mentioned again the blood donations for this weekend. As we had mentioned previously, you do take appointments now and you're trying to encourage people to do that for this weekend as well. Yes. And to schedule an appointment, it's really easy. You can call our 800 number, which is 1-800-BE-A-DONOR. That would be 1-800-BE-A-S-A-N-BOY, A-S-A-N-APPLE-DONOR. Or you can visit our website, giveapint.org. That's giveapint.org, just like give a pint of blood. And up on the top right-hand corner, there's a button for Tunnel to Towers. You can click on that, and all the information is there. It will direct you to our online schedule. Well, I'd like to find out more, and we'll have to have you back again just to talk about Miller Keystone Blood Center because I'd like to get the word out about that. But this is going to be an amazing event. So, Kathy, I'm going to turn it right over to you. Give us once again the details, the where, the when, the who, the how, It's all yours. It is the, we call it the Never Forget Weekend to bring it here to Miller Keystone Blood Center right by the Walmart in Pittston. You can donate blood. You can schedule your appointment by calling 1-800-BE-A-DONOR or visit our website at giveapint.org. And from 10 to 6, you can visit the exhibit. And in the meantime, you can grab some barbecue, grab some hot potatoes. We have Uncle Buck's Barbecue coming and a couple other vendors. If you're a veteran, veterans, the Veterans Affairs Office will be here to offer information as well. And the Pennsylvania Search and Rescue Canine Dogs will be here. So hopefully we'll get a good turnout. We'll reach our goal of 343 units of blood and maybe help some people learn a little bit more about 9-11 who otherwise would not have had the opportunity. And about blood donations. Yes. Thanks again to Kathy Rowinski with the Miller Keystone Blood Center. Don't forget, the 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit is underway today from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. You'll find it on the Garden Center side of the Walmart in Pittston Township. And if you would like to learn more about blood donations, you can go to giveapint.org. Coming up next, we'll find out how we can protect our eyes and hear about a new survey on pharmaceuticals on Special Edition. Coming up next on Special Edition, we're going to hear about a new survey regarding pharmaceuticals. But first, Dawn Webster, Advanced Practice Clinician Director with MedExpress, has details on keeping our eyes injury-free. Dawn We're talking about eyes, which they say are the windows to our soul. But sometimes we don't pay attention to them and we don't protect them. What can we do? So eyes actually are a very common 
complaint and reason for people to visit urgent cares and emergency rooms because eye injuries are very common and they're scary. It, it, it's pretty scary when, you know, you get poked in the eye or you scratch your eye and, and you can't open it and you can't see. So there are a lot of things we can do to protect our eyes. And one of the most, um, most common things that should be done that is overlooked is wearing safety glasses or safety goggles when you're doing anything that could potentially impact your eyes. So even weed eating, cutting glass, um, any type of using any type of tools or drills, even at home, just putting a nail in the wall, you just never know. So it's always a good idea to have those plastic safety glasses at home to put on whenever you could potentially be doing anything dangerous. Now, of course, when we're in a work situation, you would think that that would be a common practice. Yes or no? Yes. And actually, there are rules that say that workers have to wear them. Now, if the other thing you have to look at is if they're not wearing them correctly, if they're if they're on their face, but they're up over their, you know, on their head. So they're not actually covering their eyes or even if they don't fit correctly. So if they don't fit correctly, they're not going to be 100 percent helpful. And when we're talking about eye injuries, and especially you mentioned around the house, the grass cutting, weed whacking, anything can fly up at at any given point in time. What would you do if you do have one of these instances happen? What can you do at home? Sure. So if it's something minor, so for example, if you're you're cutting the grass or weed whacking and and it feels like, you know, a piece of grass goes into your eye, the first thing you want to do is is try to flush it out with some water. So any water is fine. It can be, you know, tap water from the sink. And then you want to put a cool compress on it just to kind of settle down any irritation. Once it feels a little bit better, like you can open your eye, that initial, you know, pain wears off. You can look in your eye with a mirror and look under your eyelids and, you know, move your eye around, look left to right and see if there's anything in there. Because often what happens is something goes in your eye and leaves a teeny tiny little scratch and it feels like it's still in there, but it's not. So that's the biggest concern is, did you get it out? Did it leave a little scratch? And, you know, if so, do you need to go to the doctor to get further care? And what would be the turning point of that to say, you know, there's just something that's not right? What, when, would, when would you know? So the warning signs to look out for are, can you open your eye? So if your eye hurts so bad after that, that you know, initial injury that you can't open it without severe pain, you need to go because that's a sign that you may have a scratch or an abrasion on your cornea. And the cornea is the most sensitive spot in the eye. So mild scratches and abrasions on the cornea should heal without any issues. However, if they're deep or if you do have something still in your eye and it's on your cornea, that can lead to an impact in your vision. So if you can't open your eye because of the pain or if you do open your eye but it's so watery and so painful that you can't see well, then you need to go get it checked out. And who do we go to? Our family doctor or do we head to an ophthalmologist? Sure. So you can go to, um, if it's a weekend or after normal hours, you can go to an urgent care like MedExpress or an emergency room. But if it's during the day, you can absolutely call your eye doctor and that's a great place to start. 
again, when we're talking about these eye injuries, most of the time they're very scary because when they happen, you don't know exactly what's happening. And then you have people who wear contact lenses and can that even make the situation worse? Yes. So if you wear contacts, then you need to remove them. So if you feel like something on your eye, the first thing you need to do is get that contact lens out. Once that's out, flush your eye. And then, like I said earlier, kind of take a look around. But when you bring up contacts, that's another great thing to talk about are splashes in the eye. So if you're cleaning the house and, you know, you're pouring soap or cleaning solution into a bucket and you get a splash in the eye, that can actually be very dangerous also. So if you do get any type of chemical splash in your eye, first thing you want to do if you wear contacts, absolutely take those contacts out and then flush your eyes for a good five to ten minutes. Now, if you open your eyes, you can see it doesn't hurt. Everything seems okay. It's most likely fine. But if you're still having pain or if your eye's still watering or you're having any trouble seeing, then you do also need to head, like I said, to an eye doctor, urgent care, emergency room, because those solutions, those cleaning solutions, depending on if they're acidic or basic, there's so many problems they can cause, including burns you know, chemical burns to the eyes. So those are something that we definitely take very seriously. And of course, pool chemicals go into that category as well. Absolutely. What about kids? So kids kids are actually, you know, pretty much the same in terms of, you know, if they get something in their eye. The hardest part with kids is, you know, they don't want to open their eye. They don't want you to look in it. It hurts. So I would say with kids, um, you know, the first step would be, like I said, to try to flush it out if you can, and then to kind of let them hold that cool compress on, let, let the pain settle down, and then see if you can get a better look. But if you're having any trouble at all, you know, visualizing the eye, just take them to get checked out. Because at doctor's offices, at emergency rooms, um, urgent cares, we do have topical eye drops that will numb the eye. And so even if there is a, a painful scratch or something in there, it'll instantly feel better, which will let us get a very, very good um, exam done of the eye. Anything else, Dawn, that we need to know? Because that's a very serious topic. Yeah, it is. So I would say the most important takeaways would be, you know, contacts, especially if any eye injury or um, eye, you know, irritation occurs, get those contacts out. You don't want to put them back in until you're 100% sure it's resolved. And then if, if it ever is impacting your vision, so if you get poked in the eye, it feels better, but your vision still seems a little bit blurry, you definitely need to get checked out. Thanks again to Dawn Webster, Advanced Practice Clinician Director with MedExpress. Now we introduce you to Reed Porter, Senior Director of State Public Affairs at the Pharmaceutical Researchers and Manufacturers of America. He discusses their recent survey on pharmaceutical health care costs. Reed, first of all, maybe you can give our listeners a little bit of insight into the Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America. Thank you so much. Yes, so Pharma for short. And, you know, we spend a lot of our time working and speaking with, with the public and speaking with policymakers to focus on solutions to concerns that we're hearing. And frankly, that's why we took a deep dive earlier with this 50-state poll. And it really helped us to understand, you know, that folks are looking for solutions to alleviate out-of-pocket costs for patients and, you know, 
what we do is we work with the manufacturers and researchers who develop medicine. And, you know, for example, uh, the folks who helped us uh, over the past couple of years working to combat COVID, right? And so we work with a lot of folks who are very much invested, enjoy their, their work. And, you know, I personally enjoy working in a field that, uh, you know, helps me feel better, but also is very much invested in technology that helps us move forward and fight these pandemics. And you mentioned the survey. Now, maybe, again, you could give our listeners a little bit of the background of the survey and especially what you found here that would be for us in Pennsylvania. Thank you. Yeah. And so what we're seeing is that the number one concern we hear about is what patients have to pay out of pocket. And these findings from this 50-state poll of 20,000 Americans uh, really helps to get to the root of these affordability challenges and helped us to learn what you know, folks in Pennsylvania uh, really feel uh, 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 what could can help them and what people believe policymakers can do today to tackle these problems. Nearly 9 in 10 of American adults across all 50 states agree that policymakers should prioritize lowering their out-of-pocket health care costs. And in Pennsylvania specifically, it's those numbers are the same, and we're seeing that you know there's just that, that, that there's just such a strong interest and in, in need to solve these problems today and help alleviate families. Well, we know that, of course, healthcare costs are sometimes a little bit higher than we would expect, but at the same time, I guess there's no magic formula in order to bring them down. But you did find that the people that you surveyed have some ideas on how that might be able to be done. Can you share some of those? Absolutely. The most popular solutions to lowering prescription drug costs are requiring health insurers and others in the supply chain. Uh, One group is called these pharmacy benefit managers and to pass along rebates and discounts to patients and require them to cover certain medications to treat chronic diseases and chronic conditions from day one. Uh, You know, when presented with two options relating to healthcare coverage, over half of Pennsylvanians, 54%, uh, say that paying lower out-of-pocket costs is more important than paying a lower premium each month. Essentially, Pennsylvanians are realizing that insurance companies and pharmacy benefit managers still pay full price for medicines, and, and rightfully so, people are asking, so why are we? And on the other side, you also found out there are some things that they're concerned about that they don't want to see happen. That's, that's spot on. Most most Pennsylvanians reject uh, these, what, what they're calling uh, these price-setting boards, these government price-setting groups of, that would allow some local officials, some unelected officials to uh, basically govern what's accessible. And over half of adults want to see basically uh, are against such a price-setting management policy once they learn more about it and are presented with and presented with the trade-offs. Specifically, you know, Pennsylvanians are concerned that 
such a price-setting policy could limit people's access to newer prescription medicines, uh, six out of 10 Pennsylvanians. It could also take away power from doctors for prescribed medicines that, frankly, best meet the needs of patients. And they certainly don't want to end up in a situation where they themselves, where patients, could have reduced access to prescription medicine. Uh, people need to be able to afford and access the medicines that their doctors are prescribing. And sometimes that is very difficult, especially when you're looking at medications, for example, for cancer. Sometimes they can be very high So what can state officials do in order to help all this? Because they seem to be the ones that are the ones with the decision-making powers. That's right. Well, we certainly are out in speaking with with Pennsylvania's policymakers. And, you know, there's a lot that's in front of them and that is just plain and simple common sense that they can do today to help alleviate these out-of-pocket costs for Pennsylvanians. And what Pennsylvania can do is require that rebates and discounts that insurers and pharmacy benefit managers and others receive today are directly shared with patients at the pharmacy counter. Share the savings. You know, make coupons count. There's there's coupons that are available uh, that uh, health insurance companies just aren't allowing uh, manufacturers to provide to patients. Uh, they can also help to, uh, you know, help to make cost sharing solutions and help making uh, costs that patients are seeing at the pharmacy counter more predictable. Every state can require health insurers to offer at least some health plan options that exclude medicines from the deductible and offer set copay amounts instead of unpredictable prices and, and, and also prices that perfectly are based on the full list price of their medicine. I want to make sure our listeners know where they can go in order to find more information on this. Thanks so much. Yeah, there's a lot of great information at pharma.org. That's P-H-R-M-A.org. You can read into more of these common sense solutions there. That's Reed Porter, Senior Director of State Public Affairs at the Pharmaceutical Researchers and Manufacturers of America. You can learn more by logging on to pharma.org. That's P-H-A-R-M-A dot org. Coming up next on Special Edition, Odyssey's Nikki Stone talks with Dr. Peter Amato of Inner Harmony Wellness about mind, body medicine, and integrative health sciences and what it all means on Special Edition. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, Odyssey's Nikki Stone with Dr. Peter Amato on Special Edition. Dr. Amato, it is so good to have you in. Thank you so much, Nikki. I'm grateful and honored to be here again this morning with you and the folks in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania. And we're talking about eating. And, you know, I think maybe you can help keep us healthy. But first, uh, you know, I've had you in a few times now, but I don't think we know a lot about you. Like, we know that you are an integrative, integrative health specialist, right? Absolutely. And, and what does that exactly mean? Well, 10 years of college, 25 years of practice. I'm a doctor of uh, mind-body medicine and integrative health sciences. What that means basically is we take a, a natural approach to health and well-being different than pharmaceuticals. We use mind-body medicine nutraceuticals, which are the natural form of pharmaceuticals without the synthetics. We use plant-based, organic plant-based, veggie cap herbs along with tinctures that you squirt under your tongue and uh, subliminally they're additionally medicine. I don't diagnose and treat. I'm not an MD or a DO. So we basically, we educate, we test, and we offer nutrition in the form of uh, dietary support, food choices, and nutraceuticals to help people with the issues in their tissues. Issues in their tissues. So how did you become interested in all of this? Well, believe it or not, my dad had uh, chronic heart fatigue growing up as a boy, and chronic I watched him. heart fatigue? Yeah. He had a series of heart attacks and strokes. He had open-heart surgery. Okay. So this is after the war. He always uh, struggled with the... With, uh, you know. I just never heard it referred to as the chronic heart, heart fatigue. Yeah, CHF, they okay. call it, would be the, the diagnosis, basically. All right. And I watched him suffer, and I also watched him do research. And way ahead of uh, our times, he started, uh, at those times, we had general nutrition centers, stores in our area. And, uh, we still do. We still do. <laughs> okay, GNC. So he was a loyal follower. He started taking vitamins and supplements and finding uh, people that could help support, you know, his health quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did a lot of, like, crazy and strange things at the time. Today they're, and I'm not going to say they're mainstream, but they're a lot more, uh, you know. Well, and they're, they're not crazy and extreme because, you know, before there were pharmaceuticals. <laughs> right, right. So you looked into this, this because of your father, and then you just kept going with it. He gave me the head start, <clears throat> and then at, at uh, 38 I ended up in, uh, in rehab, actually, uh, Came out of rehab, drug and alcohol rehab, and, uh, you know, I, I was su- successful in my life. I had a good life, but... You know, I was coming up short on happiness, mm-hmm. so I started to go around the around the country, around the world, searching for, like, the meaning of life, I guess you'd say, and how to optimize my health, well-being, my stress level, uh, the stinking thinking that goes along with the recovery. And uh, long story short, I ended up in the, in the laps of some of the greatest uh, sages and, and pioneers in the industry of natural medicine, uh, Deepak Chopra, you know, I began studying with him. I studied with the, His Holiness the Dalai Lama. I went and studied in India for quite some time. Um, Dr. Andrew Weil, uh, I became the chairman of the board of the National Integrative Medicine Council, which was basically the grassroots of uh, formulating an industry that we called natural medicine that 
Now it's known as integrative medicine. Some would say functional medicine. So can you explain how the, the two can work together? Because when you're going to your doctor, you want to follow your doctor's orders if you have a serious condition going on. Right. Absolutely. And it's, it's you know, it's integrative in, in a way that you know, traditional medicine or allopathic medicine has been designed basically uh, to treat the symptom of mm-hmm. the problems, but it doesn't necessarily get to the root of the problem. Okay. Because, you know, in other words, you're, you're looking at blood work. That's what they do, right? Blood work. Right. So blood work, you know, is just the numbers. So you're not really treating the human, you're treating the blood work, if you will. Okay. Which is fine, you know, because it helps with the symptoms, but it's also somewhat of in a vacuum as compared to the, uh, the addition. I'll say addition because, we, you know, we need uh, traditional medicine. It's wonderful if you, you have a car accident or you need a surgery. The technology is amazing. But as far as, cuting, uh, as, far as treating the, uh, the chronic issues of today... You need to get to the cause. Right. And it's not what their medicine you, you is don't designed just, for. Yeah, you don't want to just cover it up or band-aid it. Suppress the symptom, correct. Because right. something else pops up, obviously, and that's you know what we do every day is we, we see the people that are suppressing symptoms or it's now an autoimmune issue and they're in that vicious cycle of you know needing to be uh, hooked on meds and blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, they do say like with some of the treatments that you get for like cancer, you have to be careful about what you eat, though, and some natural foods don't go along with that. So is that what you, you, you're versed in stuff like that? Absolutely. You know, and there, there's great research. Everything we do is anchored and rooted in uh, uh, peer-reviewed journal articles and studies. I mean, I publish articles myself, and my, my colleagues and my mentors are from all around the world. We do a lot with the MDs and scientists in Germany that we learn a lot about, uh, you know, physiology, neurology, and, and diet and nutrition. But basically, you know, there is no one diet for anybody, but we do know that a diet high in alkaline-based foods is really the universal way to not have an acidic terrain inside of our body. So to be like a, like a pond that has an ingress and egress that it gets blocked up, now you have a swamp. Mm-hmm. And then if you just watch it, you know, it, it turns green. Next thing you know, you have uh, sediment, right. and then they have bugs. That's the inside of our body. So when we're looking at an alkaline-based diet, what kind of foods are we looking at? So basically cruciferous vegetables, you know, uh, Protein. You just used a big word there. What kind of vegetables? Uh, the crunchy ones. Oh, okay. Right. You know, your broccoli, your lettuces, celery. cauliflower, celery, anything that's crunchy is best for us. Now, when I cook them, do they lose nutritional value? We hear people say that you will cook the nutritional value out of foods. They do to a certain extreme. You know, it's better to, uh, you know, raw is not easy, but to gently steam them or lightly blanch them. Yeah, you know, the easier we mess with them, the better they are for us. All right. Now, now people will say though, when they're raw, like they you, they can't get into your system the vitamins because they don't di- digest well. So think about that, because that would mean that the system has the problem. Mm. Okay. So therefore, that is correct statement. So therefore, we wonder why uh, are, why are there biofilms and why is the system struggling with digestion, assimilation, and excretion? Okay. All right. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is like natural vegetables, you know, and they're given to us for these reasons. You know, they don't exist just by chance with the vitamins and the minerals and all the stuff that we need. You're uh, exactly right. You know, when you're talking about when you're looking at this sort of um, a diet stuff and what we eat, I just always think back to my grandmother. I think she was giving us dandelion tea that they made themselves. And I think that has a lot to do with cleaning the system out. 
Absolutely. That's a good cleanser and a good detoxer, dandelion tea. I could go to everything natural, right, mm -hmm. and buy a dandelion tea. Absolutely. Um, but is that as good? Is it? Can I trust that? Well, you never know because you never know where they got their dandelions, mm -hmm. if the soil and the uh, place that it was cut had uh, Roundup. That's a problem today. How about making your own dandelion tea? Absolutely. That's probably the best case. If you know that you have a clean yard or whatever, I make it all the time. You make your own dandelion Absolutely. tea. All right. And we also have your 80-20 non-diet book in front of me that you put out a while ago. Long time ago. Long time ago, but well worth uh, looking at because it stands true today. Nikki Stone joined with Dr. Peter Amato of Inner Harmony Health and Wellness out of Dalton, uh, where he does his um, integrative health. It's really a decent thing to do to um, look at the natural health care end of things. Really, are there any like side effects to any of this? <laughs> no, in fact, quite the, the contrary, right? I mean, because it comes from Mother Earth. So, mm -hmm. you know, how could it be bad for us? You know, and it's all created these days in laboratories, very clean, you know, uh, what they've done, they've, they've made synergistic medicine where they've, they've tested and found that blending things together, organic products together, are much better than one at a time. Mm. So they've really refined and brought tremendous amounts of natural energy to products these days. And, and they can do they can do that. that. I always wonder when I look at the the products, though the pills and stuff, can they really uh, capture? Like, can you get all those vitamins in one? one pill. Well, you can, but you also have to be careful about how that's done because, for example, tablets are not really great because of the amount of heat that they have to compress that tablet to get it all in kind of burns up a lot so, of the good quality. Like we were talking about when yep. you're cooking your vegetables, much better to have them raw. Yeah. Well, steamed is okay, right? Uh, depending on how much you steam them, right? Yeah, less is more. And, and there, okay, there's so many questions that go along with this. I want to go back to the dandelion tea uh, we were talking about. Um, dandelion tea. How do I make that? Like, do I go in my yard and pick these yellow weeds? Yep, that's what I, I'm picking. Yellow weeds out of my yard. That's right. Throw them in a pot with water, boil them up, strain it, drink it. Absolutely. So you can pick the dandelions out of your yard. Yeah. You boil them. Now, when you boil them, that doesn't take all the health value out of it? No, it actually brings – it's like making tea. You know, it brings the tannins out, the polyphenols. It brings them out of the herb. Okay. All right. Because you're drinking the water that it's being yeah. made in. It's like yeah. when you're making the broccoli, you're not drinking the water. You just boil the broccoli in. Correct. So I'm going to boil this dandelion. Mm -hmm. All right. How many do I have to pick to boil? What, how many, what do I want to do? A handful. Like 10? Like yeah. So you get 10 flower, well, weeds. And it's the flower or the, the greens? Mostly the flower, but the greens as well. In other words, they, okay. they have different tannins in them, so you get a lot of qualities out of both. Now, do I wash these up before? Highly recommended. Okay. Yeah, especially right. you don't know what's done to your grass. You need to be careful about, you know, if it's been fertilized or if it's with the fertilizer organic. Right. So, so okay, so I'm just I'm, I'm boiling them for how long? couple minutes. Can I eat the dandelion? You could. Okay. But I know that it's a wonderful uh, digestive oh. product. So, but, but basically, you only have to drink the... The tea. The tea. Yeah. The water that you just boiled with the dandelion in it. I don't Absolutely. add anything to it. No. No, nothing at all. I mean, you could, but probably not. You know, cleaner is better. Okay. 
I I didn't realize it was that simple. Yeah. Now I'm looking at your 80 20 uh, non diet. What what does 80 20 mean? Well, in other words, you know, for those of us who who struggle with either taking weight off or putting weight on, it's a lifelong journey, right? So we we always look for a diet. They they call it a diet, right? But I mean, these days people kind of freak out about diet because there's a zillion of them. We don't know which one is for us, and blah blah blah. And then we we try them, they don't work, and then we get disgusted. And it's a whole roller coaster of life. So I decided to do something called a non-diet, which is basically let's look at it like lifestyle. And this way, we don't set ourselves up for failure. We don't have expectation. We just make subtle changes along the way over the lifetime and watch what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it keeps it kind of simple. It takes gets us out of our, our head around it and. This is kind of like the everything in moderation principle. Pretty much so. Absolutely. And that's the reality. I mean, that's really what it is, you know, that messes with us is that we overdo something. You know, I've been working with Donna for a while. I'm working with you. I'm not as hungry doing some of the things that I've been doing, the drinking of more water. Mm-hmm. The um, I think the supplements are, are helping me a bit. Uh, you, there's what's that green little tiny pill that like? That's chlorella. And what is chlorella? Chlorella is a superfood. Papa ate a lot of spinach, mm-hmm. so we eat chlorella. Is it like a seaweed? It comes from. It comes in different forms. There's different forms. There's stuff that's from the sea that's algae based, mm-hmm. and then there's stuff from the ground like uh, clay based. Mm-hmm. And what does it, it do as a superfood for me? It's for everybody. It's probably our, our number one product that everybody should be on, okay? Because what it does is it, it drags the intestinal linings. It's like a, a roto-rooter. It's like Drano for the body. Okay. And this is the problem is that we, we end up with the clogged arteries. Things don't come out of the body. We get backed up. The lymphatic system gets clogged up. Next thing you know, like, like that swamp, you know, we're festering uh, bugs and parasites and mold and fungus and yeast and bacterial infections over the lifetime, mm-hmm. whereas chlorella will keep you running smoothly. It continuously keeps the pathways of excretion open. I take, what, five of them in the morning, five at night? Yep, and it's interesting because we test everybody to, to, to know exactly how many to take each day. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of our work. Because everybody's different. Everybody's different, and that's the uniqueness about our work is we're testing that person, person in that moment for what they need, precision medicine. We are joined today by Dr. Peter Amato, Inner Harmony Wellness. And we can find you online, innerharmonywellness.com, right? And he's also on Facebook. You more or less are passionate about people being healthy. It's it's not like a money-making scheme or anything. Absolutely. You, you know, so you can do make these deals with people. Yeah, I do it out of passion, you know. And, you know, it's, it's a good problem to have, but we run out of patience because they get better. Right. <laughs> so, so we always have to be trying to figure out how to get more people in to see us. Plus you offer things like the foot baths and uh, different uh, lifestyle type of um, uh, enhancers, I guess I would call them. <laughs> we call it a multidisciplinary approach mm-hmm. to health and well-being. Which makes sense to me. So um, as I look in this book, whole foods versus non-foods, explain that to me. Well, processed foods. Oh, yuck. Bags, boxes, and cans. Ugh. Is non-food. I don't have to deprive myself, uh, Dr. Peter Amato, do I? Like, do I? Can I not have that burger? Should I not have the potato salad? Uh, and what about that delicious dessert? You know, I think it's eighty twenty, Nikki. You know, it's moderation. So if, if we 
plan our life and we're mindful about the way we make our choices and decisions. Eighty percent of the time, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it opposite. Right. <laughs> Let it be like a you know a mm-hmm. day or a weekend where you have what you what you love and what you enjoy, and mm-hmm. don't hold back. You know. Or you can think about it like, okay, moderation. You know, maybe instead of having two, you have one. Or maybe mm-hmm. you, you skip the, the fries or who knows what goes on. But it's all about lifestyle and the way you want to manage the long term in the short term. Food choices. See, yeah, because if you just go like way crazy overboard. Yeah. But like, so when you say 80, 20, uh, do I divide that up in the week? So that would be different for anybody, how, how they would define their 80, 20. Mm-hmm. Is it 80% I'm on track 100% and 20% I just cheat a little bit? Mm -hmm. Or do I pull out all the stops for my 20% and just, you know, enjoy myself and eat whatever I want? These are personal choices. There is no one way to that answer to that question. But whatever works for you because some things will work better for some people than they will work for others. That's right. And even in the way your your mind works and and, and what triggers you between that 80-20 plays into it. Am I an emotional eater? You know, am I, when I drink, do I eat? Do I, when I drink too much? Like all the things that play in our lifestyle choices and decisions that we need to be mindful of in learning how we resonate with food and choices. What does the doctor think about growing produce in just water the hydro plants? I think it's uh, great. You know, uh, I do believe that we need the nu- nutrients from the soil. Isn't it amazing level? that soil has nutrients? Like what we think of as dirt. Mm-hmm. You know that that ha- is where a lot of the, the the plants, or this is where the plants get their nutrients from yeah. that help you. Yeah, uh, would they be with the hydro plants? Are they going to be less uh, vitamin fulfilled? Less? It's a great question, and and I don't know the answer to that. I mm-hmm. think it would even depend on, you know, how long the the, the plant has been around, the seed that it came from, that mm-hmm. grew in the water. Came from where? See, that plays into the quality of that product. And from what I've read, most seeds have health value in themselves. Absolutely. That's a a large part of the health of the fruit or the the vegetable is the seeds. Because think about it. They scrape the lining. You know, as they break down, they don't always break down, but they do their work as they exit. Mm -hmm. So if the body is healthy and it it, it can uh, support eating the seeds... Six. Even going back to the dandelion, it's the astringent nature of all of these products that help us or hurt us. Is wheatgrass good for you and organic sprouts? Absolutely. Yeah, I plant my own wheatgrass and grow my own sprouts. Uh, I shouldn't say all year because I travel, but when I'm around and I have uh, six to eight weeks that I know I'm going to be there to attend to them every day, I grow my wheatgrass and sprouts. And uh, they're probably the most beneficial foods on the planet. Thanks once again to Odyssey's Nikki Stone and Dr. Peter Amato. You can learn more by logging on to innerharmonywellness.com. Thanks for listening to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personalities shaping the stories. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.